Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. This week we keep rolling with Unconquered Sun, Unbreakable Bonds. So, let's jump right in. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, Golden Might of the Dawn, Ashen Mask, Rizzo, and Alceus descended the steps of the Conclave of Amos, Goldie aglow with the prospect of a date with Sorceress Advisor Tikal, on their way back to Quinn's. What issues would come up in the face of the realization that perhaps the lovers are not as well equipped to run the city as they had anticipated? What challenges might this vicissitude cause to arise? Just how would the circle navigate these murky waters? In the cool night air in Zhao Wei, you descend the steps from the Conclave of Amers and begin to make your way back toward Quinn's. As you make your way there, what do you do? Alceus sort of keeps his own counsel for a little while, but obviously is growing increasingly frustrated. And eventually he just stops walking and sighs. That conversation made everything so much worse. Okay, I'm glad you brought this up. Did anyone else, did they just seem like they were not prepared to be in charge? Basically, that's kind of how things happened. Even when we had Godwin here, he wasn't really good at his job either. To be honest, we really wanted Ariston and Hearth to be the internal lovers because they're both, you know, older and a little wiser and level-headed, but they're both not from here. So we kind of just had to use with what we had. Yeah, they're ruling from a position of fear, which is not going to turn out well for them. That conversation, there were numerous times that if they had any plan for how they were going to make this a better place, it would have been the right time to bring that forth, and they didn't. They, they don't have a plan, to my eyes. It's true. I, I think the reason they didn't bring it up is because they don't have a plan. And some of the things that they said simply made no sense. They were concerned that Cords wanted to turn this into a bleak wasteland. That's not how crime bosses work. That There's no gain to be had in, in that. They have a completely unrealistic grasp of their rival. And this tolerance of the realm simply because of some philanthropic work that they no doubt have the resources to do themselves. They're erasing the culture. That's the first step that they take everywhere they go. And they're just letting it happen. Yeah, for as much as I want to date to call, her friends are terrible rulers. Um, I mean, it's not like she has too much of a say in what they can do. Maybe she doesn't feel the same way? Oh, I'm sure she doesn't, because it's like they're her friends. But there has to be something we can do. And Goldemite of the Dawn looks to Ashen Mask and kind of opens then closes her hand in a speaking glance of, we could beat up some people. I... You know, as much as we could go with a very direct plan, and he smiles towards Golden Might, um, I'm, I'm gonna say we can try and get 
what we need out of cords and just not involve them at all. Go around the side? Mm-hmm. That's my preferred method. I think that would be wise. Just based on that last meeting we had with them, I don't think that they would make the right choice. I don't think they understand everything that's on the line and because they haven't gone outside. And I know what they said was like, oh, you know, every time you come back, you know, oh, it's like the end of the world, which, by the way, is really freaking rude because it is they just don't know okay so yes it's more like every time that you come you make them aware of things that they've ignored and they don't want to face it thank you so they're not the best ones i think that they're just pawns not to mention whether it's chords or the realm or something completely different we haven't even heard of before as long as these two children (laughs) are running this city it's progressively easier and easier prey for the first strongman who comes along and wants it. These people are not safe. No. And if I was still seeing 16, I'd probably be too scared to go outside. And Goldie kind of gestures to the fact that they're starting to be surrounded by more and more ghosts again. Well, I can always do the meeting in their place. Are we going to blow the north it? That was my thought. That's a pretty good plan. I think that you talking as them would be the best thing to happen to them. You could actually make them look like a threat or possibly quick-witted or someone who looks like they know what they're doing. I think that that's a brilliant idea. It's clear that Seven Symphonious Chords is just taking his time and being careful. He He is quite simply more powerful than they are. And I think that it is important for us to, if it's possible... I have no idea how it would be accomplished, but we should try to determine what he actually wants and what he really means to Zhao Wei. Because if he needs to be dealt with, it's not going to be them who does it. I'm not so sure how willing he would be to divulge that information. You're asking a crime boss to open up about his plans. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like that's a really big part of an upper hand that he has. Well, that really depends on if he thinks thinks he loses anything by saying so. Mm-hmm. We could play dumb. Well, as long as you feed into the ego of the person you're talking to, it's amazing what they'll let you know just so they can show how much better up? they are. Oh. No. I could go in annoying. Don't make that face. I'm not annoying all the time. <laughs> you're not annoying at all, Rizzo. You are a special gem that this world of creation is lucky to have. So I'll just go in and be that. <laughs> Times ten. And then he'll be like, fine, shut up. This is what I'm going to do. I mean, you might get him to storm out. That's not the answer I was looking for. Sorry. It's unfortunate. But one of these factions is going to make a move eventually. The lovers are not gaining influence over time. That, That much is clear. No. They're not necessarily particularly favored by anyone in the city anyways. They're kind of just there. They haven't done anything for the people. It's maintained things as they are. I mean, look at the Smiling Eyes district. The houses are still destroyed. They haven't done anything with them. Goldie looks at the houses and thinks about the people. Yeah, I'm sure they're not as bad as they look. Goldie, go inside. Some of these places... Just go inside someone's house. <laughs> yeah, they no, don't have break doors. Break some pots, you get some rupees. Even, yeah, you don't even need to like knock because there's no wall. A bathtub just falls from a second story <laughs> through the wall into the street. We could do it. We could go inside. Be- believing? No. You never let me do any crimes. Ashen Mask and Harmonious Accord are the two 
most terrible influences ever on you. It'll be fun, they said. I know, and that's why they're terrible. Crimes are fun. Crimes are not fun. Crimes are fun. Crimes are fun. There's my Crimes little buddy. Crimes are fun. I will cut your dick off. I will cut your dick off. No, that's bad. I've never chanted before. It's fun. But you're chanting the wrong things. What, what did we talk about? We talked about you can chant, I want cheese. Grapes. Okay, I'll try to be better about it. But if you, you're talking about going back and talking to that scary man again, well, maybe that's not a bad idea. We, we didn't talk to the other people that they had been talking about, but I don't know if there's anything for us to gain from talking to them. Unless you want me to, you know, unleash nope. the beast. I think that's okay. Believing we can't talk to them, and Goldemite of the Dawn brings Believing super close to her mouth and whispers just quietly enough for Believing to hear, They're Ragaras, like Kalindi. Then you should let me unleash the beast. Mercy will be there. He can make sure I'm totally safe. Believing I love you so, so much. And Goldie just turns tickling Believing's stomach as a way to distract him. And it's just like, who's my favorite little mouse? You are. I love you so much. You are the best and the cutest. I got some cheese for you back at the office. <laughs> I can't speak anymore. It's my stomach. That's right. <laughs> okay. I'll just come back out when I have anything new to add. I love you too, Cozy. So much. So we we going to to do this? We're gonna go swindle a dude. I think we should uh and Goldie like makes this huge big yawn. Ha ah, get some sleep, you know. It's so late. Ah, hmm. I mean it is dark. I don't know how late it is, but it's dark. Well, if we're going to try and set up a meeting with cords and we need to make sure that he thinks that it is a legitimate meeting with the lovers and that the lovers don't find out about it, we should take some time with it, at least. Sounds good. I mean, we have to stay here anyways. The working's not going to happen for another couple weeks. All right. Well, that gives us at least a few weeks to get a plan together in total. Yeah. Alceus, are you going to be okay? I know you want to disappear, but kind of need you to hang around to use your idol, if that's okay. And it's going to take us some time to do this right. Alceus shrugs. There's no way for me to disappear in the way that I would need to without Seven Symphonious Chords' help. And to be honest, it seems that what you need to do is of even greater importance. So it's not ideal. I really, I pray that no one finds me while I'm here, but there's nothing that can be done until this situation is resolved anyway. So you tell me, are you going to bed? Ashen um, Mask uh, is now in his pajamas. <laughs> He's seamlessly they, changed. They've got bush. little bears on the butt, and it says... I'm having a great time at camp on the shirt. And uh, he snuggled up in his bed with a little little teddy bear. Goldie makes her bed and yawns and is like, ah, you know, I'm 
so stiff. Yep. And she kind of like hammers her shoulder. I think I'm going to go for a walk. Don't wait up for me. And she quickly practically jumps out of the window. Like she doesn't even use the door. She's getting out as fast as possible before anyone realizes she's suspicious. (laughs) Do we have a cellar? I know we have an attic at Quinn's. No, there are no cellars in Jetway. You live in a wooden bowl. So... Since Hearth is no longer staying in the attic, Rizzo's going to go up there, but she can't really sleep. There's, I think she's starting to feel like a lot of the weight of the things that are happening in her hometown again when she thought leaving and just trying to find the idols was going to be okay. She's decided to go through some loose paperwork and condense things from the office just in Till her mind kind of winds down. Alcius is literally just pacing. He doesn't know how to make this decision. The information he needs, he can't get. He has to just try to trust other people to get it. And the stress is just a lot. Okay, so Goldie, what are you doing out on your walk? So Goldie specifically returns to the spot where the bathtub broke out into the street, (laughs) and she is going to craft up some of these places. She's going to be using craftsman needs no tools and crack mending technique to fix up the street. (laughs) And what does crack mending technique do? So crack mending technique basically means that Goldie can repair even impossibly destroyed things, so it can't restore things that were completely unmade, such as through sorcery or something that's been eaten and digested, but she can remake extremely damaged things, such as shattered glass, burnt paper, splintered wood, blah, blah, blah. As long as she works with the remains of the broken or destroyed objects, she can slowly piece it together with word, touch, and essence over the course of 10 minus essence hours. And uh, when it's used with Craftsman Needs No Tools, which is what she's doing, it is reduced to minutes or seconds and eliminates the need for tools. What does this look like as you're activating these charms and repairing this house? Goldie's aim is actually to repair the street. But what it looks like is Goldie actually bursts into a glowing wave of her anima that washes over her in hues of gold and sparks of fiery red. And she actually mends the building with her own anima and loose strands of her hair, which she just kind of brushes her hand through and pushes the bathtub back where it goes. And with a wave of her hand beneath the floor, these broken pieces that had fallen down to the street actually kind of recollect themselves like puzzle pieces onto the floor. And as her fingertips remove themselves from what was the hole, the pieces seal in a flash of her anima. And she continues with this puzzle piece-like reconstruction of the rest of the house and steadily moves her way down the street, continuing to glow brighter. She does so. Go ahead and add an automatic success in two dice and give me a roll. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Perfect. So it doesn't take long for you to begin repairing this street and seeing all of the disrepair begin to fade away into pristine, like new condition. Back at Quinn's as Alcius paces and Rizzo sorts papers. A wave of light begins to wash over toward you from somewhere a ways away, but it's clear that someone, probably Goldie, 
is doing something and not being particularly subtle about it. Did you just see that? And Rizzo's looking outside the window at this flash of light that looks like lightning, but from the ground. That's the way that Golden Might went, isn't it? Is she in trouble? I hope not. I don't think that a collision with, you know, or an altercation with spiders would make that kind of light. Maybe... I'll go check. Should I stay here? Or, no? Okay. And uh, Alcius will use a couple of charms. He will use just racing hair method. Which does what? This allows Alcius to move three range band per turn in movements. Alrighty. You step out the door and bolt to Goldie and the source of the light in the blink of an eye as she is finishing her work at the end of the street. It is like new. There is almost a sparkle or a sheen along the path she has walked as the citizens who made these houses their homes are beginning to pour out wondering why light is pouring around. Or are you with the songbird? No. His folk? No. Goldie. <laughs> Alcius is here. Golden, are you all right? I'm fine. Goldie wipes some sweat from her forehead. I'm fine. It gives Alcius the look of like, don't say my name. Wasn't supposed Golden. to. Golden. Awkward smile. <laughs> Gosh, Dad, so glad you're here. We gotta go. Bye. That man moved faster than a speeding bullet. <laughs> no, nope, yes, he it is, didn't. It is past your bedtime. Let's. Uh, yes. yes. What the Let's fuck start. is a bullet? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Carl, you're always saying stupid shit. You guys are both cucks. You'll never know the future. Uh, just remember, and Goldie points to the crowd of people coming out, when it comes to kindness, pay it forward. And she grabs Elsius and is like, take us out of here, please. <laughs> and Elsius just maybe less spectacularly than before, but very quickly gets them out of there. Were the moats that Alcius spent personal or peripheral? And how many moats was it? It was five moats and not enough peripheral to cause any uh, hullabaloo. Okay. We see Alcius dash with Golden Might of the Dawn back to Quinn's. Goldie is still bleeding light as the two of you run down the street and arrive back. Ashen Mask, you had been sleeping until recently, but you might still be asleep. But you are in that state where if you've been asleep and someone comes in and turns the light on, a bunch of light has just like flooded into the room. Uh, uh, She's all right, Rizzo. It wasn't any danger. Rizzo throws a blanket around her to kind of muddle the light that's peering outward of their windows from inside. Ashen Mask sits bolt upright and has the blanket fall off of him. Fucking light. Why? I just, it's normal for me to glow. I don't, I know that sometimes we shouldn't, but I just, when I get really into it, I kind of forget that, you know, that- Into what? (laughs) Why are you walking so fast that you just got so excited you started walking and glowing? Yes! I don't believe it. At this point, the door opens and Tepet Harmonious Accord steps in. Is everyone all right? Did something happen? No! Then why? Why did you go loud? Golden bundles herself completely in the blanket like she just balls herself up and it's like, this is embarrassing. Ashen Mask gets out of bed in his pajamas and just sort of like a like a petulant child that has been woken up just kind of stomps over to where everyone else is. What are we doing? Okay, so more importantly than what I was doing, can we please talk about the fact that Elsaeus just whooshed over to where I was in the middle of a crowd of people and then just whooshed us right back here? Yeah, what the freak was that? 
Thank you. Thank I, you. I thought that you might have been in danger. Oh. So did I. That's why I came here. I was having a fine time on my own night, and now that's ruined. I guess it didn't come up. I wasn't excited to talk about it. I didn't want to let this on if there was a choice not to, but I, um, when I stole the water dragon idol and came to the surface to exile myself, I guess someone up there was pleased with it. Interesting. Oh, neat. This does not surprise me. Yeah, I got that when I stole this. And Ashen Mask, from sort of nowhere, just pulls out his Oracalcum Chakram. Is it the same one as them, or was it one of the other potential granters of power? I don't have a great grasp on it. It just sort of happened, so... Can you you, turn into animals? You be the judge, and I will let my cast mark start to glow. Oh. Yep. No, that's no one of them. No more glowing. Oh and my she God, throws it's another one. A I'll blanket just... over yeah. Alsace. Goldie pokes her head out just in time to see that he is also a Dawn cast and is like, oh, I don't want to be twins. Twinsies. No. Thanks for getting me out of there, though. You know, and sorry that I made you worry. Getting you out of where? No, it makes it sound like there was danger. Was there danger or was there not? <laughs> there wasn't danger. I Did just... I interrupt a very good night for something? Or nothing. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Because go that is going to, to impact night. how cooperative I'm feeling for the next little while. Just go back to your night, okay? It's nothing ruined. Happened. <laughs> the mood is broken. Well, you know, you and Asher Mask can get into the mood, and then that'll that was not the same. Uh, Asher Mask might be able to help you with that. It's not he was saying same. something about that earlier. I'm not going to hoe out, my friend. You do what you want, man. <laughs> it's not hoeing out if they're already involved in the relationship. Sometimes you have the right it's to It's not <laughs> a relationship. Oh. It's just fucking. Ashen Mask folds his arms and kind of sticks his hip out to one side as he looks at everyone. Look, I make these decisions. You don't. I'm going back to bed. And he turns around and you can see the little bear pattern on his butt and he goes back to back into his bed. You know, he's he's right. Yep, he is. Also, I want to say that it's very rude of you to assume that just because I was having a very fun night with a particular type of mood, that that makes it sexual. Maybe I I was having a good time with new friends. You don't have friends. I said new. Okay, if you say so. So, you just did that for nothing. You know that there's people here who have a vested interest in whether or not special people are in town, people who might have agendas that involve either allying with or neutralizing such persons. Maybe particular crime lords? Goldie bundled up in her blanket, rolls on the floor, still huddled in a ball under the blanket Rizzo gave her. I told you, I just, sometimes when I get really into it, I kind of forget to use the sneakier essence and it just kind of, I glow, okay? Into what? Walking? Alceus was also, you're, okay, so that's four, um, four of you and myself, I'm not, same tier, but there's not a lot. Well, there weren't a lot of the Exalted in Jaowei, as I understand it, before this. Were there, Rizzo? Mm-mm. Yeah. Yes, there were not, or <laughs> yes, there were? Mm, yeah. I mean, no, there were. There were. There were. I mean, like, Ashen Mask kind of trades off for the one guy with the bow, and I'm kind of traded off for Ariston, and you are kind of traded off for Godwin, and so really, there's the same number as when all this kind of started. How do you know about the guy with the bow? Because you talked about him once because you were like, and Godwin with the stupid hand who was so stupid tried to learn the bow. And I was like, but where did he even get a bow? And you were like, our friend had it. I guess that makes sense. He was exalted. I know. Okay. 
I, for security reasons, probably should be party to the rest of this conversation, just to cover my own ass in terms of potential danger to myself. Continue. I'll just pay more attention when I'm... And Goldie under the sheet kind of like scratches her face walking. And then I won't glow when I go for walks. You weren't just walking. You were fixing houses. It was, oh it was really God. impressive. You were fixing what? <laughs> Goldie like pokes her head out of the blankets and just glares at Elsius. You weren't being subtle. I'm not good at subtle in case you couldn't tell by the fact I'm glowing. Then don't try to hide your elaborate home repair schemes. You make it sound like it's a bad thing. It's not a scheme. I'm trying to motivate people to take their city into their own hands. These people are all terrified. Like, the lovers are incompetent and terrified of seven symphonious chords. The realm is here and they're terrifying and they're like, we'll give you schools and teach you maths, but in exchange we're just gonna devour your culture also we're terrible slavers and it's just no matter where these people go and no matter what these people do it seems like they're stuck in these terrible living situations and i just ugh. goldie groans throws the blanket back over her head and plops down onto the floor in a clatter i just can't stand by and do nothing but i don't know how to fix the social thing and i don't really want to go around killing everybody because like we've talked about killing people isn't apparently good And like, it was fine when I was killing slavers, but not all the realm here are slavers, even if they are at heart. But uh, I don't know. I just, I don't want to leave these people with nothing. And if I can improve their quality of life and their living situations, maybe I can motivate them to go out and improve their quality of life and social situations. Okay, that isn't inherently wrong. You called it a scheme. You're hiding it like it's a scheme. And you didn't really tell us. You should have just told us. You're just sending a lot of mixed messages. And also, we can't lose sight of the fact that he has been here the whole time. Also, one of the chosen. So maybe let's talk about that. If you do it again, think about it. When you want to... How do I... When you want to pop, think about something like your grandmother's face. (laughs) I don't know what my grandma looks like. I'm sorry, that was... (laughs) A pillow from off screen comes flying in and hits a cord in the face. Stab it! Just remember not to make yourself a target. Also, if you're too loud about it, you might have the opposite intended effect, where people will just assume that, you know, when the gold light comes, suddenly everything's gonna get better. I mean, sometimes if you believe in something, then it'll happen, and so maybe me glowing isn't all that bad, because maybe they'll think that if there's gold light, then things will be good, and it'll make them be more positive, and then maybe they'll make things good and won't even notice when the gold light goes away. All right. If Seven Symphonious Chords decides to track you down while you're doing your work and murder you, that's on you. Now, Alceus. Dish. So you stole this idol. You yes. got your awakening. And... I tried to be as secluded as I could. I lived in the wilderness, far, far away from anyone in the Dreaming Sea. But that didn't work. Someone, a woman with spiders that followed her commands, were, was able to somehow track me or perhaps the idol... And that led to some conflict. All right. now I'm here hoping to make myself scarce once again in a more effective capacity. That's what this whole thing with cords is about. I was told by friends that I can trust back in the Dreaming Sea that he was someone who could do that for me if I had something he wanted. And that, I guess, about brings us to now. All right. Anything else we need to get off our chests this evening? I'm kind of, kind of, kind of super spooked about 
seven symphonious chords. And Goldie grumbles like she rolls over so that way her mouth is facing the floor and she grumbles into the blankets. Because he reminds me of 100 Drunken Rubies. Well, I'm hoping that this plan, this meeting that we're going to attempt will help us determine if he's just scary or if he is actually truly evil. Yeah. Also, um, who's 100 Drunken Rubies? He's a very, very bad, scary, scary person. He has a cast mark like mine and Alsaeus's, except it bleeds and it's, ugh, it gives me nightmares. And under the blanket, Goldie squeezes her eyes shut tight. I was tracking him before I met up with everyone in the north, or rather before I settled in the north before everyone, and he beat me up really, really badly a lot, and it was Belief in Loving Mercy who who stopped him from killing me. Well, that sounds pretty scary, and it sounds a lot like what I know about Seven Symphonies Chords. And a puff of brown and red fluff rolls out from under the blanket and congeals into believing. I also have something that I need to confess. I was just trying to be brave and cool. I don't think I could really cut somebody's dick off. I'm too scared for that. And Goldie like pokes out of the blanket to cradle him in her hands. Oh my dear sweet believing you're so very brave and bravery is more than cutting off somebody's dick. Bravery is doing what you feel is right and it's helping people who need help and you are so very good at that. And Golden Might of the Dawn leaves in and pecks believing on his nose with a kiss. What kind of creature is this? Believing. I've never seen one before. Believing's just a mouse. I guess believing is just a mouse in the sense that I'm just a girl. Well, believing, I, from my limited experience, think that you are a very good, very brave mouse. Thank you. I just needed to get that off my chest since everyone was sharing secrets. All right. I'll come back tomorrow when Rizzo, you and I are going to get yes, back to please. work. Yes, And Accord puts two fingers to his eyes and then points to believing and then two fingers to his eyes and then points to believing. We'll get you there, kid. At no! which point he opens the door <laughs> and then leaves. <laughs> and I think at that we cut to the morning unless there's anything else we needed to cover here. Nope. So early in the morning, there is a knock on the door of Quinn's. It's probably 6.30 a.m. Oh, God. So what is that? Goldie obnoxiously chipper and only being a five out of five appearance, but still stupidly beautiful. Her hair perfectly brushed, bounces up and opens up the door with a huge yawn. Ah, thank you for coming to Quids. Can I take your order? And kind of rubs in her eye. Goldie, this isn't a food place. What do you say if people have a case? Can I take your case? Just tell them to leave it on the door. The person behind the door is a figure in traveler's garbs and a cloak covering most of their face. Is the proprietor of the business here? I'd like to speak to them. Can Goldie read intentions? Sure. Because I want to know why they want to talk to the proprietor. She does, strangely enough, only get six dice for this, but that's not her specialty. What's her difficulty? Four. I'm going to use six motes from personal to juice this roll. One, two, three, four, five. Because they know the proprietor. Oh. 
you can sense that there's a familiarity with the place and they're demanding to speak to someone that they know. Goldie kind of gives them a shifty look, but because she knows that they actually know the person, she looks over her shoulder at Rizzo, who is very tired. She's just standing on the stairs with her hands on her knees, just like squinting at the situation. And Uh, she shakes her head and shrugs her shoulders. That can be arranged. Could you give me a moment? More than happily. Perfect. And Goldie closes the door and comes back. Rizzo, they want to talk to you and they know you. Did you ask who it was? Do I look like a messenger? You should be someone who wants to ask who it is who's asking to see me. And then she just goes down the stairs anyways to open the door. All right. As you open the door, please roll your current level of willpower. Wonderful one success. You don't know who this is. Oh, hello, Rizzo. Hi. I wanted to drop in, but I saw that, well, someone had done something to the property. Mm-hmm. Happens. No, I don't think you understand what I'm saying. 6.30. Please step to the other side of the door. Some kind of trouble here, sir? She pulls back her hood, revealing the completeness of her face. She has a somewhat round face and determined, solid features. Her hair is mostly pulled back, but bangs hang in the front. I'm not a man. My bad. All right, 6.30. It's not a problem. I would just like for you to observe what's happened to your business overnight. So Rizzo obliges and she closes the door behind her and looks outside, walking into the street, turning around. The door of the business has been defaced. What you see is there is what is almost a diamond shape made of seven eyes that are attached to the end of music notes and in the center of this empty diamond shape is a black and red cast mark that looks like that of golden light of the dawn and alceus and below that in river speak is written two simple words we know youths uh close but i'm afraid not quite what this is this is class a street youth stuff I've seen this. I'm not particularly these signs, though. This is this is new. This is, looks like they're going to school and doing this. Well, I will say it seems that the level of literacy of the average person on the street seems to have improved somewhat since my last visit. Yeah, that's that's true. That's why I'm a little surprised. Usually, they're over here throwing pine cones at each other. Who knew they had it in him? I should introduce myself. You seem to have forgotten. My name's Cascade of Joyous Rhapsodies. I'm Tawia's friend. Hey! At which point, recognition fully sets in. Oh my gods! And she pulls in for a hug. There's obvious uncomfortability at this gesture, and and she speaks through the hug. This was Kord's and his gang, not street youths. And that makes more sense about what happened, why they would do this tonight. Or last night, I guess, this morning. Actually, I don't I don't remember if they know if they came early this morning or late last night. It was one or the other. It doesn't necessarily matter no, when no, exactly it, it happens. It's rambling. But um, I was made aware of the situation as well. Someone I, told you about it? I was here preparing to meet with you. Tawia's mm. returned 
to you, Sean. Oh, good. Safe and sound? Yes. Good. They are fine. And we're trying to keep someone around、mm. while no one's suspicious of us yet. Can I come inside? Yeah,、This、yeah, yeah. No, be... no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on in.、Uh, we don't have much food because we just got back here, but I've got a couple snacks. So if you'd like,、uh, we've, we've got some, some nuts and berries. I'm more of a get down to brass tacks kind of person. I think that we should probably talk about the fact that somehow you seem to have found yourselves on seven symphonious chords. Excuse my language. Shit list. Well, it does seem that way. And she starts to talk as she walks back into Quinn's and leads her behind her. I think that maybe Seven Symphonious Chords knows that we might be trying to trick him. I'm not quite sure how because we just barely came up with this plan, but maybe he just knows that we have someone powerful with us. Which、yeah. is possible because somebody made a great example of themselves last night. I'll go clean the door. You should actually probably be a part of this conversation, young lady.、Ah! And oh, we, shit, you got young ladied. Rizzo looks over to Golden, kind of like a disappointed parent, when they found out that their child has just gotten a detention for doing something stupid and totally deserving. I'll just be more quiet when I go on my next walk. You are not going on another walk. I'm going on another walk and you can't stop me. I can try because you're going to get us all killed. Did you see that door? I'm going to go clean the door and then it's not going to matter. Okay. Cass is rubbing her temple and her eyes are just forced shut. That is not exactly what I'm here to talk about. I'm here to talk about the wider ramifications. Are you two the only ones here or? No. Uh, no. You hear from Ashen Mask's room where Alcia slept on the floor. Because beds are really uncomfortable for him because he slept on rocks for years. He sort of tentatively comes out. There's about three more of us involved, possibly four. One is not quite fully up to date, but the fourth is at their respective home. And do you count fluffy things? Oh, okay. So, my name, for those of you who aren't familiar with me, is Cascade of Joy's Rhapsodies. I'm one of. Tawia's associates, and I'm operating under the purview of Jupiter. Well, to my the dawn's jaw just drops at Cascade's name because this is the person that has won over Tawia, and they're kind of in disbelief because the only thing going through Goldie's mind is, but I'm so much prettier. Seven Symphonious Chords probably learned about what's happening because you were near the Smiling Eyes District last night when you put on a lights show. More or less every ghost in this town you can expect is on some level sympathetic to Seven Symphonious Chords, if not actively one of his informants. Well, shame on them. And. Ah! Ashen Mask actually does laugh at that and comes out of the room. It's more than likely that in setting about repairing the streets of the Smiling Eyes District, Seven Symphonious Chords views this as stepping on his toes, you laying claim to some piece of the Smiling Eyes District, the place that he, at least he believes, controls and owns. You've essentially called him a poor host. You pretty much danced on his toes. I don't want to dance on his toes. I want to stomp on them and, and then chop them off because he's a terrible host. And Yeah, and then we're going to chop his dick off. <laughs> oh my gosh, believe me, no! You started with a chopping toe. I thought it was time. No, chopping toes is. We just. 
Not in front of... Is oh. it? Harmonious Accord told me that a, a dick was just a big toe. A, d- a dick is a big toe, except it's uglier. Believing you're too good for this world. Sure, words have not been spoken, but seriously. Oh, so that's the fluff. Interesting. But you've insulted the man. Well, good. And Goldie looks to Rizzo, and I'm gonna insult him more tonight. You can't do that because we are actively trying to get on his good side to get him to do something and fool him. As important as it is to help Elsius disappear, it's more important to help these people, and I'm sure that I can persuade you all that that's true. You will still be here after I'm gone. But but we won't, because... Ugh. And Goldie glares at her feet. Once you're gone, it's basically only a ticking clock until the idols are all figured out, because the magic is stupid, and then we'll have to leave, and we'll have to go get the next idol, because if we don't, then Ray and the scary spider lady and the weird other old lady and they're all languishing diatribe. Yeah, the weird old lady is gonna... (sighs) You have a more pressing clock now. I hope that you realize that. Well, I'm... I'm gonna be his clock. Goldie, you realize that you are almost sabotaging this whole entire thing, right? You just have to give it some time. I know you really want to do good by these people, but I think the best thing to do for these people right now is for us to successfully pull off this debacle. Goldie, the people here deserve what you're giving them. They deserve your intentions based on what I know about you. However... You've put cords on the defensive. He's meticulous about threat elimination. You're not playing on your own time scale anymore. It's a matter of time before he comes knocking and angry. Golden Might of the Dawn's eyes shift around the room and she intentionally avoids Cass's eyes and then looks to Cass's feet and sighs. Fine, I will... Go apologize and express that I was not trying to tell him that he was a bad host, merely that I was trying to be a gracious guest. No! What Rizzo said. (laughs) I can kill him if he tries anything on me. No! I know, you know, you're surrounded by this light, but that is like you're walking into a blade that's spinning, but this blade is some kind of material that doesn't get broken by anything, no matter how many powers you have, because it has all the powers you have, and like whatever you throw at it's gonna throw it back at you. I can't let you do that. I the think best- that metaphor got away from you somewhere. No, <laughs> actually, I don't say this often, but I literally could not have said that better myself. If you do that, first you're gonna out yourself and be walk right into his he could just make an example of you by showing what he can do to people who step on his toes or stomp on his toes we just gotta play it cool don't do it again or if you do it don't start glowing actually he already knows it's you so never mind just well glow away we don't know that he knows who specifically it is anyone from this home no, because I didn't have my face on. I mean, I have my, I don't have, my face isn't detached. Look at me, Rizzo. And Goldie like points at her face. I can be so much prettier than this. And we know this. And when, when I went and saw him yesterday, I was prettier than this. And when I was out last night, I was prettier than this. So if just whenever I do it, I'm prettier. Then if he sees me like this, then he'll be like, it can't be her because she's ugly. They've traced it back to our home. 
I can clean the door. They that already know. Won't erase their knowledge. Also, they might just think it was me because I'm uglier than you. So I don't want to just make myself a target. Well, they wouldn't think it was me me because I'm also way pretty. Yeah, so that just points a target on my old ugly head. (laughs) But you're not ugly, Rizzo. You're so beautiful. You are glowing. How beautiful people are is not necessarily the ideal topic of conversation right now. (laughs) There are problems we need to get about solving. Fine. I'm not allowed to fix more buildings, and I'm not allowed to help people, and I'm not allowed to say I'm sorry. Then what am I supposed to do? He is coming for you. Gross. You need... I apologize. This is what our group has become now. (laughs) I don't get half of the jokes, but I kind (laughs) of... You just learn to roll with it for those who get it and those who don't. We're on the outside of the circle. Seems like they're having fun with it, so... So, if you have plans, it's probably time that you start making good on those. Now, won't you join us for lunch at Madame Faye's? Well, I never thought that I'd see you here on my day off. How kind of you to sit with me. You're here on your day off? That is... It's a free meal still. They'll... Madame Faye's nice. She'll make sure that we're fed if we come in on a day off. And that's not bad, I suppose. That's a pretty sweet gig. And even sweeter that we got to sit here with you. How yeah. cool. Now we can ask you about your personal Just life. Just great. How is your personal life? What what kind of things like make you really happy? Tell me about your day. Yeah, tell me about your day. <laughs> really get into it. Okay, well, my personal life... Mixed bag. Mm. My dick was also a mixed, mixed bag. bag. Yeah, <laughs> you're correct. And uh, this day, I'd say it's actually going pretty good. I'm I'm feeling like I'm building up toward something satisfying, something energizing and engaging. Really feel like I'm making progress on some of those stumbling blocks in my life. That's good to make headway on that. Yeah, mm, yeah, headway. Like a pee. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> no, oh, I um, got it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't want it. (laughs) They're gross. They're all funny shapes. Very true. So, what else do you do on your time off? Well, I uh, I spend some time back at my place. You know, I I try to exercise when I can, but I'm probably not as good about it as I should be. But um, my real passions actually. This is embarrassing. Oh God! We're we're not a judgmental bunch of people. This is a safe place. Yes. As long as it's not just fucking. No, no that's no. fine. What What are you talking about? Um, just fucking is great. Their own. No. True facts. No. No. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. here. Yeah. My actual passions: the radical deconstruction of the apparatus of the government. Oh, we oh, can get man. behind that. That is one hundred percent better than just fucking. If there's one thing I love more than a good fuck sesh, it's taking down the government. Hey. If there is one of many things that I love more than fucking, it's taking down governments. That's pretty badass of you. Look, I'm saying that the destruction of the temple to Shu and Kasuga was an inside job. If you look at the facts objectively, fire dust does not melt ironwood. It just doesn't happen. (sighs) Do you have a group or anything that you belong to, or are you kind of a lone ranger on this whole shebang I like to think about myself as a lone wolf, but to tell you the truth, I couldn't do it without my pack. Wow. Do, do we know any of your, your pack? If I told you, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't. You tried. <laughs> it, it's probably true. Yeah, really. I'd murder you before you got close. So, 
uh, that's really cool. Um, yeah, how do you like I'm working sure here? lots of red string. You got a whole lot of that, I assume. You know, uh, uh, reminds- don't talk to me about red string. I'm a lonely guy. No, I'm talking about not- the red string of fate that ties lovers together. Oh, yeah, you're like the quantum cut. string fairy. Kind of like quantum string theory. Which we all know about, of course. Yeah, except instead of every thing being connected, Mm -hmm. each like couple is connected. So the person that you're meant to end up with. Yeah, Yeah, it's like it's like string theory, but instead of all things, it's just genitals. Mm. No Frankly, you know, with the so so situation down there, you couldn't tie a string around it if you tried. Oof. Slippery? Okay. Nope, we're not. It's not. Uh-huh. It's not tied to genitals. Don't get me started. It's it's not tied to genitals. Well, I mean, I always like to tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree, if you know what I mean. I don't, and I don't want to, because I think that I know where you're going, and I just can we not? The oak tree is my penis. Oh uh, no! <laughs> you should get that looked at. Oh yeah, it's real naughty down there. Gross! Yes. No, he doesn't mean. Uh, I can't. I think this is a good, healthy conversation that we should all be having and just we be comfortable in your oaks. should definitely all be more open about our sexuality. I won't sexuality. lie about that. Yes, our sexuality. <laughs> I won't deny that. I think that we should have open conversations about more things. Yeah. Like the fact that when you look at it objectively, there's no reason that the realm would have arrived here unless they had been notified by someone on the inside. Mm. And they wanted to court the destruction of portions of the city in order to curry favor with the realm. Look at the number of refugees that are here. It's just an incontrovertible fact that yeah, this guy makes build a up. Sense. No, I mean, I think that that's completely valid. Uh, how would they know exactly our weaknesses and everything if they didn't have someone who wasn't a native already and who is most motivated within our community to do such a thing? Who has animosity who towards Jaweh? Yeah, follow the money. Benefits. Bao, you know, I haven't been here long, but you sound just like, um, oh, who was it? That guy who's out there every morning uh, talking about things like this, um, what was his name? Shirtless Sweat of Rage, I think his name was? Oh, yeah, he's always talking about those frogs. Yes, he's a real problem. I think the frogs are related to the spiders. It's unnatural. I I think they're related. I think they talk to each other. Isn't he a round creationist? Thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South. If you'd like to get in touch with the show or ask Quinn any questions, feel free to contact us at our email at swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com. We can also be found on Twitter at Swallows of South and on Facebook and Tumblr at Swallows of the South. Our theme song is new by Elvis Herod. If you'd like to help the show out, feel free to leave us a five-star rating or review on iTunes or check our Patreon. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next Tuesday. 